Hey there, thanks for listening and welcome to the Marketing Matchmaker Podcast. If you're looking to grow your business, increase your revenue and scale your impact, all while staying true to who you are and the people you serve, this is the show for you. I'm Jennifer Tamborski, digital marketing strategist, fractional CMO, and founder of Virtual Marketing Experts. My team and I work with six and seven figure coaches, consultants, and online entrepreneurs who are tired of playing the guru game of one size fits all marketing. They're ready to create a business and marketing strategy that actually builds relationships with their ideal clients, creates massive shifts in their business and rapidly increases their revenue. As your marketing matchmaker, I'm going to help you find the perfect marketing match for you. This show will teach you how to reach your ideal client, connect with your audience, build that perfect relationship, and generate more revenue. All through a process I like to call dating your ideal client. Now let's go have some fun. Hey there, everyone. Welcome back to The Marketing Matchmaker. I'm your host, Jennifer Tamborski. I hope you are enjoying these episodes as I break down those ever complicated marketing concepts into manageable chunks so that you are able to increase your revenue and scale your impact. So today we are focusing on another area that I really love, which is what I like to call the heart and science of marketing. Some people call it the art and science of marketing, but really that art part of marketing is really the heart of your marketing in your business. So I like, I do um, correlate that piece to really the heart of your business. So fun fact, for those that don't know me, I actually have a science degree. So to say that I love science would be an understatement. And What that passion for science and understanding of the scientific method has allowed me to do is really look at marketing from a scientific perspective, really to start implementing that scientific theory on how to analyze your marketing. For me, marketing is really this perfect cross section of business where your art, your creativity, where that that creative side of you gets to meet the more analytical side that's supported by data. And when the two combine, create a beautiful relationship that can really make not only your marketing successful, but really help to grow and scale your business. Today's topic on the art and science of marketing. So what is the art of marketing? For me, it's really about your brand, right? It's about um, how you are connecting with your ideal clients and your audience. So there are a lot of pieces that go into your brand. Oftentimes, I see business owners that get started that are really focused on those visual aspects of your brand, colors, 
what your website looks like, what your font is, your logo. And those are important to you. Let's, let's be honest here. Like how people originally see your brand for the first time is going to make an impact on what they think about you. However, that's not the only aspect of your brand. Your brand really includes a lot of pieces and your brand, well, it helps people to recognize who you are and to connect with you. In all honesty, no like and trust is the core of building a successful business. So if your branding is consistent and easy to recognize, it can really help people feel more at ease with purchasing your product, service, or solution. Some of the pieces of your branding that you want to be aware of is your brand definition. So that's really about who you are, what you do, and who you serve. Of those three things, who you serve is the most important piece when it comes to your marketing. Because if you do not have a really drilled down, crystal clear idea of who your ideal client is, you know who you're talking to. So in order to create really powerful marketing, it's important to know exactly who it is you want to work with and what it is that they care about most. Knowing their one problem and having that one solution that will solve that problem really makes it easy to move them through your business so that they are ready to purchase from you. It is essential for you to keep these pieces consistent throughout all of your marketing. And when I say all of your marketing, I mean everything from your website to your networking. Having that same message and that same thing that you do throughout everything, every piece of your business makes it easier for a client to connect with you, to convert, and to become that long-standing client that comes back to you time and time again, which is really what we all are looking for, right? Another piece of your branding that I want to point out in just this, in a really short piece is your value proposition. So this really explains both the functional and emotional benefits that your product, service, or solution provides. It's the value people get from it. So being able to clearly define what it is that you solve for your ideal client, why they should choose you is so very important. Sometimes that takes some practice, right? So that you are able to succinctly say what it is you do in a way that your ideal client can hear, but also in a way that everyone else understands. The next piece that I want to focus on in this heart of marketing is really your brand messaging. So here's the thing. Your brand is not what you say it is. It is what your audience thinks it is which means it's incredibly important to become crystal clear on your message and to be able to articulate it in every area of your marketing. If you don't know what your audience is thinking, the easiest way to learn 
is to ask them. Having a consistent and cohesive brand that goes throughout all of your business really helps to connect with and create that relationship, which is what we're looking for. It's the whole premise behind dating your ideal client and behind relationship building marketing. Having a consistent and cohesive brand method really establishes you as the expert in your ideal client's problems and more importantly, in the solution to those problems. It shows them that the product, service, or solution that you're offering gets people results. So being able to establish your cohesive brand throughout all of your marketing really begins to build that know, like, and trust that really instills the desire for people to, well, give you money, which is, let's be honest, the reason we're all in business, right? The last piece of your branding, and I know I touched on this a bit in the last episode, is your customer journey. This is really about having a consistent start to finish process for your customers. And again, like I said earlier, your brand is all about your ideal clients. So your customer journey is also all about your ideal client. It's understanding where they need to connect with you the most. Are they people who hang out in Facebook? Do they listen to podcasts? Are they people that do searches on the internet to find what it is they're looking for? Do they watch YouTube? The millions of other places and social media gatherings and online places that you can connect with your ideal client. That's really important to be clear about how it is your ideal client best connects with you at the top so that you can then bring them through your customer journey to turn them into that committed relationship that buys from you over and over again. Or if your product service or solution is like a one-time thing that refers you to everybody they know because they know that you take care of your clients. So that customer journey is really, really critical. And I kind of broke it down a little bit more in the strategy in the strategy episode. So if you want to dive into that a bit more, I suggest you go to that episode and listen there about how you can really go about doing that. Now, let's dive into the other side of the coin of art and science, right? It's the science of marketing. So what do I mean by that? Marketing is a science because it's all about measuring and analyzing your numbers. It's how many prospects do you need to reach in order to get this many calls in order, how many calls do you need to take in order to um, convert them into clients? It's how many people do you need to read your post or how many people do you need to watch your video? to convert them to buyers. It's really about how much you need to spend in order to create that process. 
So it's looking at all of the numbers in your, in your business and how they relate to your marketing and really understanding that the numbers are where you're going to learn what's working and what's not in your business. For instance, I have a client who has several different um, funnels going. She's got a seven-figure business. She has one funnel that's been working very well for her to bring in a specific audience members. And that's how she reached her seven figures. Well, now that she's at seven figures, she's looking for that new audience. How do we diversify and bring in even more people to continue to build and grow and scale? So the second webinar that she has out is um, her second piece of her funnel. So now she's got two funnels running. Understanding what is working in funnel A and what is working in funnel B all comes down to your numbers, right? I can tell her when we're running Facebook ads, your cost per lead is $4 per person. Awesome. But that doesn't stop there because it's not just her cost per lead that is important. It's then what, how many people, so for, it costs us $4 to get people onto, uh, let's just say a free webinar for you. How many people then showed up to that webinar? Understanding what your show up rate is helps to really clarify where your um, funnel can be start to break down. So for instance, in this particular funnel, and I'm gonna be honest, some of this is just the current environment. These things change, they ebb and they flow. However, we had, let's say we had, I'm just using round numbers, it's easier for me, but let's say we had hundred people sign up for this webinar and then 10 of them showed up. So we know we have a 10% show up rate. And of those 10%, maybe, again, we're gonna use round numbers, five people converted. So we have a 50% close rate through that webinar. That's a good ROI, right? It's a really good return on your investment, especially when you have a high ticket product. Having five people sign up is fantastic. However, understanding that her other funnel, the cost per lead coming in the door is much higher. It's almost twice that. So we'll just say $10 per lead. That $10 per lead, and then we have a lower show up rate for those leads, makes that funnel not as effective knowing and understanding those numbers, being able to see that it cost me this much in order to bring somebody into my business. And then it cost me this much in order for them to convert really gives you your client acquisition costs. That's your ROI. Let's be honest here. If, if you sell a $6,000 product and it costs you $5,000 to bring them in the door, that's not great. However, if you sell a $6,000 product and it costs you 20 bucks to bring them in the door, that's a good ROI. There are so many business owners out there that don't pay attention to their numbers. They don't understand where they're bleeding money when it comes to their marketing. 
And that, my friends, is where the science of marketing comes into play. It supports all of those arts in the marketing aspect. You can look at the art of marketing, right? What is your message? What are your images? What are the, the things on your landing pages? All of that, the copy, the things that, that people are reading and seeing. And then you take the science and say, okay, what's working? Where is this funnel breaking down? Is it in the ads? Great, we need to adjust that. Is it not in the ads? Are people landing on your landing page, but they're not doing anything next? Well, then we need, no, we need to work on that. Like there's something in there. Are people signing up, but they're not showing up? Then you're, you may want to look at your email sequence that follows your signups so that you continue to bring people in so you get a better, higher conversion. That is where the science comes into play. Really looking at and understanding your numbers. Now, here's the other thing about science that some people forget, right? The scientific theory. The scientific theory is really about testing things, right? Sometimes a great idea doesn't work. And it may be a piece of the puzzle. It may be a, um, there was a breakdown somewhere in the copy or in the image or in the landing page but it's about trying things to see what works with your audience and what doesn't. That is so super important. I love looking at marketing from a science aspect because it gives us clear objectives. It helps us to track important metrics. It allows us to analyze our results to determine what is successful and what isn't. And if you really use the scientific method, which is, let's use the tote model, right? Test, operate, test, exit. So you test something. You see if it works or not. It, that's the operations portion. It didn't work. Great. You go back to testing. When that process works, you exit the model and allow it to just do that, to work and to function. And if you're being really good about your marketing, you are looking at it on a regular basis. I have client calls at least every other week with my clients to go over their numbers, to discuss what's working, what's not working, um, so that we can adjust and edit. So I suggest at a minimum, a once a month call to dive into your numbers or for you to assess your numbers at least once a month to know what's working and what's not. Sometimes we can make small little tweaks in your marketing that makes huge adjustments to your conversion rate, to making those people really fall in love with you. So... This is my question for you. Do you have a de definition of marketing success? Before you start marketing, I want you to sit down and figure out what a successful marketing campaign looks like to you. Whether you do it yourself or you have a 
an agency do it or a Facebook ads person do it or someone else on your team do it, your marketing, your CFO, CMO, whatever it is that you call those people, we need to define what success is, what those goals are before we even go into the marketing aspect so that we can test these things to see what is working and what is not. I'm going to leave you with this. Your question of the day is, what is your marketing success? What are those metrics? What are those objectives that are going to allow you to analyze the results to determine whether or not they are successful? And if you're going to hire somebody to help you do these, Sit down with them, I would hope, before you start the process and determine what those metrics are going in. This will save you time, money, frustration. If you know these numbers up front, then we can help you to grow and scale. I look forward to chatting with you soon. And if you are ready to increase your revenue and scale your business, I encourage you to head over to yourmarketingmatchmaker.com and apply for a free discover call to hop on a call and see how we might be able to help you. Thank you for listening to the Marketing Matchmaker podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love to hear your feedback. Please head over to iTunes, and leave a review so we can hear from you. And if you are a coach, consultant, or online course creator who are looking to grow your business, increase your income, and scale your impact, connect with me at yourmarketingmatchmaker.com. I look forward to hearing from you.